On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Lance and Lauren Stokes from Hey Mama Wines. This is their second go at an e-commerce brand, and uh, their first one was an absolute success. Uh, They were up to, I think they said they had an 80,000 square foot warehouse with 150 employees uh, in the fashion industry. Just amazing people. Uh, Seriously, I know I probably say this all the time, but new friends, uh, great people, incredible story. Um, I love interviewing people that are way smarter than me, and these guys are just incredible. Uh, They have uh, built something amazing, and they're really building something incredible again. Uh, We just got into some great stuff, uh, really good uh, emotional interview, and I think you guys are going to get a ton out of this one. Uh, And uh, yeah, it just really shows the more human side um, of business, and uh, yeah, really, really love this one. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. All right, I am here with Lance and Lauren Stokes from Hey Mama Wines. Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, uh, all the way from Florida. We are live on Zoom here. (laughs) Not live, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Guys, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you guys do. So um, I'm Lauren Stokes, wife of Lance Stokes. We have a wine brand that we just started in June called Hey Mama Wines. It is our second company to scale together. Um, our first company we started in our early 20s, and it grew 6,000% in the first three years. And we decided to try it again. So here we <laughs> awesome. are with our wine brand. Sucker for pain, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pe- people yeah. out there are going to be like, oh, man, Why? you're doing it again <laughs> from, the, from the ground up. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that experience before. So what was, what was that like scaling that brand? And then also, I'm assuming that you guys went through through an acquisition. Is that how you guys exited that? Yes. Yeah. So I'd love to just hear a little bit about that sort of experience because I've been on the other side of that quite a bit, um, on the acquiring side. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the, uh, you know, being acquired side, I think that's actually something super interesting that people who are listening to this um, would like to know. Like, what, what was that whole process like? Yeah, I'd say... Um... It was, it was called interesting, you know, because it's, it's kind of like open heart surgery into what you built and you're pulling apart, you know, the brand, the people, you're putting values on this thing you put a lot of like heart and soul into for, you know, in totally. our case, almost six years and they're putting, you know, assigning a number to it. So it's like very, it feels like very um, intrusive, but, you know, it's uh, kind of part of it, you know, and that's a lot of these folks when you start a business i think you always have to have an end goal in mind right whether this is a lifestyle whether this is something you know you just want to use it as extra income or is this something you want to scale and exit from right so um you know that 
all that being said, it was a very interesting process, you know, just going through all of it, you know, entertaining buyers going, it's crazy. It really is crazy. Yeah. To be very open and honest, it was a lot harder than we thought it would be. Yeah. Absolutely. Emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah. yeah. So did you guys, did you contact the broker and then say, Hey, we're, we, we want to sell this thing or were people actually just reaching out to you to try to acquire? Uh, it, I guess kind of both. Yeah, both. Uh, you know, we, we kind of had in mind that we were going to grow the brand and scale it and, you know, be acquired eventually. Like that was when I was saying that we had that kind of as an end game. And, um, you know, early on, you know, just being quite honest, we probably should have sold the brand a little earlier than we did. Uh, just because that was when we had a lot more inbound than us going outbound. Right. So it mm. was, uh, it's all timing, uh, on that type of thing, but yeah, it was, uh, to answer your question more succinctly. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. You know? So one thing that Lance always told me, like even before we were prepared to sell it, you always want to be selling it. You know what I'm saying? Like totally. have people lined up just in case. And then we actually were at the very ends of talk to sell it to a really large company that owns a lot of brands here in the States. And we just couldn't do it <laughs> there at the last mm. minute, you know? Couldn't really settle on a number. And then a factory partner of ours um, came in and wanted to be a part of the brand. So yeah, kind of both. And, and it's actually, I guess it should be said to this, the people, you know, that are maybe running through or exploring that same scenario. It's incredibly time consuming, you know, so doing that and trying to run your business is, you know, it's easy to take, you know, the eye off the ball or, you know, and focus mm-hmm. straight on that. Cause you know, you have a a slew of questions coming in, you know, your numbers, it's, it's very, very, very time, time consuming and draining, you know, while you're running the business. So totally. And there's a lot of, there can probably be a lot of emotion sort of wrapped up in that as well. Right. Because it's like this thing that you've grown, right. Yeah. That like is really attached <laughs> to you. Yeah, totally. Totally. Another, another child. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's, that's super interesting. I've had it from the other side too, where um, I'll, we, we never use brokers, right. We just reach out to people. Um, the brands that we think are great and would fit our aesthetic and, and all of that. And, uh, and I've had it from that side where, you know, they're not thinking about selling and then they get this offer or this, or this entertainment. And then they're like, Oh, I guess I should get a broker and start thinking seriously about it. When Mm -hmm. most likely the, the, it's not always just about the amount that you're going to be able to get. It's like when you can get the money, um, whether that person actually is going to continue this baby that you've grown, right? right. That, that to me is, would be super important. If they're going to continue it how you would have continued it, or if they have a different vision for it, which was kind of our situation, mm. which made it even harder. So we had a clothing line. It was named after me and our first son. So a lot of emotions even tied down to the name, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we had totally had plans on staying on, um, and helping run it, but that's really hard for entrepreneurs who mm-hmm. love, you know, we're the, those crazy entrepreneurs that don't like control, control structure. and structure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think any of us, uh, resonate you with know that. What I mean. here, so. <laughs> we, when we have a creative idea, we like to just do it. It's really hard for us to sit down and go through all the, you know, we're, we're quick. We're, we like to do things totally. like, like most entrepreneurs who love the startup process. And we realized you know, by the end of the day, we had over 150 employees. I was the designer for many years, but then I was the CEO just signing papers and doing management type stuff. And 
we just weren't having fun anymore. Totally. That and, is a tough place to be in. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with you. I'm I I've I've hit a little bit of that myself and I understand it is very tough when you're not in it and you're like making so it's it, like why would you start this this new wine brand? Well, of course, if you're an entrepreneur, you just want to grow something, right? We gotta and do be like, can we do this again? We actually did not have plans to start a new brand, to be totally honest. So we sold the company. We had three young kids. We had just had our third kid, um, third child. It sounded kids sounded kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, being a mom, is like my number one goal. So I'm actually a nurse by trade. I went to school Ooh. to be a registered nurse, and I'm still licensed. Um, really proud of that. But the only reason I did that was because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I knew mm. I wanted to be a mom. And I thought, okay, well, being a nurse is probably good skills to have as a mom. <laughs> totally. So um, I totally had plans on staying home with my kids and going that route. And then I realized that, okay, being a CEO mom working 80 hours a week is hard. Yeah. But being a stay-at-home mom is hard. <laughs> it's just <laughs> totally. there's no easy way around it. And so Mother's Day 2019, I was, you know, I deep into stay-at-home mom of three. And I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling like I was still falling short. Like I, I left my job to be a better mom. And I felt like I was still falling short and letting my kids down sometimes. And so I sent little gifts and little notes to a bunch of my mama friends, social media friends. I have a lot of um, new friends that are influencers from my clothing line where I would send them clothes. And now we've, it's all about relationships. Now we've become friends. So they're seemingly perfect moms, right? A social media influencer mom. Totally. Yeah. So yeah. I send them these gifts just saying, you're killing it. Hey mama, I support you. I love you. Thank you for being an inspiration. I just want to let you know that you're killing it. You're doing a great job. And the amount, I mean, a hundred percent of the moms I sent presents to called me crying saying, mm. you have no idea. Like I feel, I always cry when I talk about this, mm. <laughs> but they like, I feel like I'm falling short. I let my kids down. I forgot to send my kids with lunch today or, you know, all these little things like, and your note just turned my whole week around. Mm. And I was like, what? That was so easy. And it made me feel so good to, to reach out to these moms. And then the response that I got back from them, I was like, there has to be like, there needs to be a, a product out there. That's just a one-stop shop where you don't have to put all these things in a box and all these things and make this big thing. You can just send them something with the branding of, Hey mama, you're doing great. Um, and so then we had an idea for a product, but we had no idea what the product was going to be. <laughs> we were like, okay, okay yeah, yeah. we need to make this product. And Lance said, okay, as a mom, if you could receive one gift at the end of a hard week, what would it be? And I was like, <laughs> wine. Uh, wine. <laughs> so, and then Lance being the more business, I'm more of the feelings, marketing, stuff like that, branding. He's more of the operations business brain. So he got on and started researching the industry. And that's when we were like, okay, let's, let's do it again. That is so cool. So let's talk about how you started to grow this company. 
Um, cause I, I think, I think that this story is, is super interesting as well. So, yeah. um, I'm assuming you just like dumped tons of money into paid ads, right. To start. Yeah. <laughs> Zero percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I mean, I'm a huge fan of paid ads. I, what, like one of our businesses, sure. uh, is a, is a paid ads agency, right? Like I, I really do believe in it, but right. I actually believe that there needs to be an end to paid ads at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need to be able to acquire customers. What, however you're going to acquire customers, it needs to be profitably in, in my opinion. So whether that's through paid ads right. or whatever you guys have done, um, I just, I just wanted to throw that out there for everybody. Uh, Cause I really believe that it's not just like there's one trick that's going to do it. Um, so I'd love to hear how you guys have um, started to grow this brand. So we, it was really important to us to not, dump our entire life savings into and this it was like this with our last company too we like to prove that something will work first you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. we're not gonna go into something and dump a million dollars into paid ads and then oops that's not even hitting the right customer darn um so we decided to kind of bootstrap this company like we did last time because that's what we know how to do we figured if it ain't broke don't fix it or whatever the saying is um so although paid ads i think for us when we get there we'll get there but at first we wanted to do it more organically um when you have to verify whether this is going to take off or not right right? or who even is our customer sure um You know, we might at the very beginning, when you're thinking of a company, you might think that this one market is your customer, but really it might be someone totally different. So my background is heavily in the social media influencer marketing realm. Yeah. And so we decided to go that way. And all these moms that I had sent presents to and stuff, you know, it's building relationships. So now... I said, Hey, you inspired me to start this company. And they say, what can I do? What can I do to help? I want to be a part of it. I want to help spread the word. And so we really just did influencer send outs and they would shout us out on social media. We didn't pay any of them. We do a small commission um, for sales that they turn. But other than that, um, that's really how we grew. And then word of mouth, you know, we do a lot of discounts for people if they're they want to buy one for their, themselves and then buy one as a gift. Then we give them a discount that way. Like if you're going to pay it forward, we'll give you a discount. And so totally. letting our customers, our, our, the people who actually love the product and love the brand, let them do the marketing for us because it's authentic. Um, it's called D like we used to call it uh, DWOM digital word of mouth, you know, <laughs> which is, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, finding strong influencers, you know, that speak to your brand that align well, as opposed to, you know, these shotgun blasts, like, you know, where people are like, I got to get it to this person or this person, because they have this million millions of followers. Well, hey, guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. As well, 
that's great and all, but do they speak to your brand? Do they align to your brand? Do they care about mission, the product you're pushing? And I think that's super important. I think it's super, I think a lot of people miss that when they're launching a product. Like I have this great new thing. I need to get it to everyone. Let's get it to all the celebrities, well, but really totally. micro influencing is something that's really important to us as well. Like yeah. we think those micro influencers as someone who follows influencers and am an influencer myself, you can tell when someone's being authentic and authenticity yeah. is, is the brand, you know? So yeah. that's right. That's been, you know, finding those micro influencers who really truly love the brand and letting them talk about it instead of giving someone a script to read off of. Yeah, totally. People can see right through that too, right? Absolutely. Like hey, it's not good for you. It's not good for the brand. It's not really good for the influencer in the end. No. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're, I, I'm totally with you at, at our clothing company as well. Like we don't pay anybody yeah. uh, as far as our influencers are concerned. And we work with like hundreds of them, um, on a season by season basis and they're totally fine with just, they love our clothes. And so they love getting them for free. Exactly. That's their, that's their thing. In the influencer world, not getting paid is a big hot button right now. Everyone wants to get paid because rightfully so it's their job. They're putting time into it. But with clothing that they love, like you were saying, or with wine, who everyone loves wine, <laughs> if it's something they're going to buy anyways, and you can do a trade with them, if you just focus on making your product the best it can be so people truly love it, I mean, yeah. it's a win-win. Still alive. Totally. Yeah, it's the alignment of your brand with that particular, you know, influencer. Just make, mm -hmm. It has to speak to them. It can't just be impersonal, right? As you probably know. That's like the biggest secret, I think, that people, or just the thing that people fail to realize is just making sure there's alignment and, you know. In relationships. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which is just like, just like business 101, right? <laughs> like, right. You don't want to be in business with, with anybody who you're not aligned with. And who, if there's this weird feeling, like, uh, I actually, it's funny. Right. I had a, a phone call. I'm, I'm on a lot of other podcasts as well. And I had a phone call with a potential podcast host uh, yesterday. And it was about a minute it took me to be like, I don't think this is a fit. I don't think you yeah. and I are, are, are fitting together, which doesn't happen too often, <laughs> but you it's, uh, you're easy to get along with. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. When it had nothing to do with him, it was just more like him and I just weren't driving and, yeah. uh, and so it's really good to know, like for, for everybody out there who's, you know, growing your business, just work with people you, you enjoy working with. Sometimes that can be, you can get even better results when you're working with people you actually enjoy um, working Absolutely. with because you can have those sort of candid conversations with them and right yeah. like the business 101 thing so I didn't go to business school I went to nursing school um didn't go to fashion school but started a fashion brand everything about that but I think sometimes people do go to school or they do read the books and they forget that common sense is your <laughs> totally. biggest asset <laughs> like if it doesn't seem to make sense for your brand don't do it yeah, totally. Uh, one one thing just to to riff on that on that point is something that I've I've noticed over the years is that um, no matter what, so we we run a, a mastermind for seven figure plus um, brand owners, and um, no matter how big the brand and how big the CEO and how important they seem, um, everybody is just a normal human being, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm sure you know. So, uh, what? Just a, a Another quick aside, um, I was a paramedic for 12 years. Um, oh, really? So, yeah, so I was totally in, in that same same world. And uh, and it's funny because when you first start, you really have this super high respect for doctors, right? Like, oh my gosh. And then you realize that you're like, oh yeah, yeah, they just, they just went to school for eight years. Like, I know. Okay, they're just normal people. 
<laughs> and like, it's, uh, it's funny because y- you realize and same in business that like these like nine figure CEOs, they're just normal dudes. Right. Yeah. You, and you can talk to them. And if you're, and if you connect with them, that's how, really how I believe that you're able to grow businesses is just being able to talk to people. Like you guys Absolutely. obviously have that skill. <laughs> Thanks. You tried. I like to talk a lot. Yeah, we, we, too, too much. Um, you know, I think that's part of success too with any business. It's all sales to some degree, even mm-hmm. you're selling yourself or your product uh, or combination of both. Like that's how we were able to connect with suppliers and do these things. It's reaching out and uh, talking to people. But you're right. I mean, the guy that's making, you know, 32 million a year it's just, or, or, you know, or, or gal that is too, that's doing the same. You just have to, <laughs> to, to reach out and, they're normal people, you know, and they're willing to talk to you, especially if you respect their time, you know, so. Totally, totally. That That's a big thing, right? Is that, okay. is that respect of time, especially that's, for, that's right. for people who are just, we're all busy, probably too much. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. uh, um, this is, this has been great guys. I got to ask you the question that I ask everybody. Uh, what is your secret to scaling? You say there? I, I'll answer it. I think it's authenticity. It's building authentic brands, um, you know, with meaning behind them. Like, I think that's maybe we gravitate towards that, but there's mm. always some connection to us personally or our family. Like Lauren mentioned with the first one, it was like, this has meaning in the name. And, you know, our daughter is even named after the first dress she designed. <laughs> and then this one is, you know, Hey Mama Wines, we are passionate about you know, our kids and we, you know, just saw Lauren said it, like she cries about it. She wants to support other moms that are going through what she goes through. And there's so many people out there that connect with her on that level. And that's authentic. And I think if you start with authenticity, you know, the rest will work itself out. You know, uh, if you work hard and you put, you know, and just keep, keep driving home that, uh, that message. Yes. Authentic authenticity. And then also knowing your customer and how to speak to them um because we kind of talked about this last time on our phone call but um like our customer is a busy mom busy moms don't watch commercials on tv okay (laughs) (laughs) so like like they're not sitting around like if they are watching a show they're up doing stuff during the commercials totally totally yeah folding laundry right right so putting ads on a commercial for us would be silly so where, what are the moms doing? Okay, they're going to see their friends, like meeting up at play dates and stuff. And they're on social media. Moms spend over 17 hours a week on social media. So just knowing your customer and putting yourself in their shoes and then knowing how you would like to be spoken to as that mm. customer. I know as a mom myself, I talk to my friends about we go go drink wine with my girlfriend. So word yeah. of mouth and I'm on social media. Okay. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's super good stuff. Um, guys, we're going to move on to our lightning round here. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Oh, we right now it's probably the we stock. Is that your favorite? We stock's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we're, we're building our, I'll give, I'll give, uh, Cameron McCarthy a shout out. We stock there. Uh, there are, basically a, uh, a shelf stocking platform or crowd, crowd, uh, crowd stocking platform for wholesale. This is kind of as we move into traditional grocery from discovery, it's allowing our customers to say, Hey, I shop at Walmart in so-and-so state. 
town and they can request our product and we can develop, uh, you know, we can basically spit out reports and give them to the retailers and it helps us build our brand recognition uh, with these retailers across the nation. Uh, it's a pretty cool tool they've developed. Um, that's that's the one I like. Yeah, and it's helped us get into or get meetings, especially with some big grocers. Like we just got into Walmart. Yeah. And wow. so that, that was a big tool there because we can show them, look, this is where our customer shops and they want it. Yeah, so for any of you CPG brands, uh, there's <laughs> listening to you that are uh, like that we stock is a great, great tool. I'm actually going to right right after this, I'm going to share this in our mastermind because we've got a lot of uh, CPG brands that are that are both direct to consumer and, and retail. I really do. Everybody who listens to this knows, cause I just talk about this all the time that I really believe that it's, there's a beautiful mix of both, right? Direct to consumer is incredible. The profits are amazing. It's incredible to talk to your, to your consumer right there, but like being in stores, like being in Walmart or some of the big retailers, it's incredible. It's incredible yeah, for your brand. You can keep up with it. That's the yeah. key thing. So, <laughs> Back in our clothing line, um, a department store Dillard's wanted us to go into Dillard's and we turned them down for about what, two years almost because mm -hmm. we knew we did not have the manpower or the money really to handle that. And if you go into a relationship with a big department store or grocer, you got to be able to handle it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. That's uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of learnings that go on there. Yes. Oh man. Uh, awesome guys. Uh, what, what is your favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Oh man, you, you don't even want to know. Uh, I, I've been doing a lot. I do want to know. I do. I've been doing a lot of laser uh, listening right now. Obviously. I mean, that's so good. That's what I'm looking for. This is not business. So it's uh, your mom's house with Tom Segura and his wife. Uh, it's hilarious. If you need a comedic break, it's, and we can. I have not to listened to that. Okay, that, nice. That and Two Bears, One Cave, which is Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer together. It literally, uh, Lauren's like, "What's wrong with you?" Because she'll catch me like just laughing. He'll have his know. his AirPods on, like packing orders, and he'll just like start cracking up. Twenty twenty's been rough. You need to laugh a little bit. So <laughs> totally, those, totally. Those are great. Yeah. Um, I love to hear that you guys are packing orders. It must be great to to get back into that sort of phase where it's like I yeah word yeah. yeah before we got on that, that's what i was doing. he was out there so he was packing orders um so 2020 was hard we were supposed to launch in march and something happened in march what was it? yeah march was a weird month wasn't <laughs> yeah, it was it the global <laughs> pandemic i don't know i so, was flying across the country on march 13th when we no in way. canada when when we closed down i was like uh <laughs> i gotta get home <laughs> gotta go to the grocery store <laughs> yeah yeah so it's we ended up launching in june but we pack all of our orders ourselves and we bring a lot of the product home and we'll pack it here because we also have our two-year-old daughter at home with us so you know doing it all i'll write little notes in the orders and Good oh, that's stuff. just, that's so great. <laughs> uh, if you guys could sit down with uh, anybody for an hour, uh, let's say the two of you sit down with them, um, have, have beer. Oh, maybe, maybe have some wine, right? You could bring your wine. Uh, who, who, who would it be? And they have to be well, alive. That would be different than hers probably. Well, what would yours be? Elon Musk. Yeah, probably different than me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to sit down with Elon. I don't know who I would, I'm not as... Like Joe Rogan, Elon, or 
<laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan, Elon. He Perfect. loves Joe Rogan. Well, man, well, yeah, yeah, Joe Rogan, Elon, or just Elon, Joe. I just think that I mean the guy like he's on such another level. Um, when it's just like how many how many hours can you fit into a day? It seems like he's got twice as much as most of us. So just be an interesting yeah. conversation. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm and not, you, yeah, yeah. I want to hear yours. I'm not as good as at rapid fire. Like I need to think about it. <laughs> I'll sit down with Joe Rogan though. Okay, there you go. Okay, good, good. So maybe it'd just be the four of you. <laughs> Perfect. That's right. Over some rosé, it'll be great. Yeah, awesome. Um, guys, thank you so much for your time. This was this is a great interview. I really enjoyed this. Uh, it's always good when we can like actually feel some good emotions while we're talking about this stuff and yeah. really connect. So I, I really, really appreciate your time. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, on our website, uh, www.heymama, that's M-A-M-A wines.com. And then social media, all platforms are at Hey Mama Wines. And if you want to follow the chief mom, it's at Miss Lauren Stokes. <laughs> Yeah, I would, there's no need in following me unless you're interested in pictures of a golden memes. retriever. Uh, you know, so, uh, Homemade memes yeah. over here. So, <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more boring. She's got she's got all the good stuff and the content. So, yep. Oh, well, that's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. Thank Thanks. you so much. This has been fun. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.